You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, Dallas Cowboys fans. This is Tony Catalina of bloggingtheboys.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. And I'm proud to present to you your daily Cowboys roundup for Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. Happy Wednesday, everybody. About halfway through the week here. Got to get through hump day. And then we're on to uh, Christmas festivities, holidays, and uh, Cowboys versus Washington football team games. So I tell you what, um, it's a, it's, a, it's a good week. I'm excited. I'm pumped up. You know, football, family. Food, those are the three F's I've always lived in and loved by. So I'm excited. I'm ready to get this weekend going. And I don't want to wish past the week here. But like I said, it's Wednesday and the end of the week is on the horizon. There's football every day this week. I mean, there was games on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You know, there'll be no game today on Wednesday, which is it is what it is, because then we come back and there's more games coming up this week. So I'm excited. You know, there's a lot to be excited and happy about. And, you know, I'm an I'm an optimist. I'm somebody that's always thinking about the op, you know, about the positivity and the positive things in life. So I'm in a good place. I'm happy, and um, you know, if you're a Cowboys fan, you should be happy too. I know I see a lot of uh, mixed reviews out there about the offense and the Twitter world, but you know, the Cowboys are winning. They're three and zero in December, and you know, not a lot of teams can say that. And you know, we're doing it despite. What we think is the offense is not, you know, not being their best and not playing at their best. So, you know, at the end of the day, they got some things to work on. We all acknowledge that. But we should all be happy, excited, um, proud of the way they're playing. I know I think things are going to turn around. I've said it a few times. But, uh, hey, the future, the future, we'll see what it holds. And, um, you know, we'll kind of move forward with another division game. So the Washington football team is on deck. But before we get to that, Jerry Jones did his weekly uh, radio hit with 105.3 The Fan, the flagship station of the Dallas Cowboys on Tuesday. And we got some uh, tidbits, some notes to k- hit on that. So let's get right into it. You know, Jerry Jones is very optimistic about left tackle Tyron Smith. He said on his uh, 105.3 The Fan hit, he said, quote, I don't know about this week. But I certainly don't rule it out at all. Out at all. We've got a lot this week left for long for longer haul. I'm very optimistic. So never mind my chopping up the quote there and you know fumbling across my words. But basically what uh Jerry Jones is saying is he, he won't completely rule out Tyron Smith this week for Washington, but um that is less of his concern at this moment. He's saying that the bigger picture long term of this season, there seems to be a lot more optimism. And, you know, with the playoffs coming and if Terrence still can hold down the left tackle spot and, you know, play well, keep Dak Prescott healthy and upright. Um, you know, obviously the Cowboys are better off when Tyron Smith is playing, but there is some bigger games on the horizon. Um, you know, I don't like to count my chickens before they hatch, but there are, you know, right after Washington is Arizona. And the way Arizona played against Detroit and the way the rest of this NFC is is kind of playing lately, 
every game is important, and I think that'll be another one of those important games. So if we can kind of have him ready for that Arizona football game, uh, it, I, I have a feeling it could be for some big implication as far as playoff seedings go. So um, we're getting some healthy guys. You know, it's been the mantra all season. Just get guys healthy, get them back, and, you know, hopefully for the, you know, when it's important, it really counts. We don't have to say that anymore. They'll be all here. We'll have a full deck. So uh, Jerry Jones and the team seem to be optimistic about Tyron Smith and his uh, his availability. So that's a good thing. Jerry kind of pivoted and stayed on the offense a little bit, but he discussed Tony Pollard and uh, Ezekiel Elliott saying, quote, the toll that Zeke takes on the defense with his power, that's very impactful. On the other hand, Pollard has such explosiveness, ability to hit the hole, very complimentary. You know, so it's he didn't he stopped short of saying that, you know, Tony Pollard's the better back or he's short, you know, stopped short of trying to um, discredit Ezekiel Elliott and everything he's done. I think they're a great one two punch. I think the fact that everybody wants to kind of say Tony Pollard's the number one and let Zeke get less reps. I think they've they've handled it well. I mean, I really do. I think they have a compliment of, you know, one two punch here that the is the is the envy of the league. Not many teams, if you know, if you can count on one hand that have a better running back situation than the Cowboys do. So um having that thunder and lightning where I mean you gotta understand Zeke's has, Zeke has ten touchdowns. I mean Zeke is he's been battling injuries, but he's he's been able to punch in and Tony Pollard is a big playability and he's getting more touches than he ever has, but he doesn't have nearly as many touchdowns as Zeke Elliott does. So I think in between the 20s, you know, Tony Pollard is an explosive running back. But you got to remember, when uh, when things got hairy against the football team a couple weeks ago, they put Zeke right back in that game. You know, knowing how injured he was and just how banged up he is, when they needed to close that out, they put 21 out there. And they understood that that Zeke is their, is their uh, you know, he's their closer of sorts. But... Um, it's just the respect I have for both of these running backs and just what they bring together. It's just I would never try to, you know, be without one of them. I just love the fact that they have both of them. I mean, we just got to stop doing the pitting each other against, the, you know, each one against each other and just enjoy the fact that this this dynamic duo is, you know, it's it's championship caliber. You know, this offense has a chance to be great. They haven't been playing great. But this offense has the chance to be great, and this defense has the chance to be great, and I wouldn't want to miss with anything they got going on now. So I'm I, I'm standing pat with how it is, but I think Jerry kind of alluded to that a little bit. And he did kind of pivot and was talking about how um, this defensive unit compared to units in the past. And Jerry Jones said, quote, this group has the potential to be as good as those groups in the 90s in terms of, you know, they were speaking about the depth that they have and just – the, the amount of playmakers in the starting lineup. And then when you come out and have some rotational fresh legs and bodies out there, um, the drop-off isn't massive. And, I mean, it's crazy to think that, you know, you're getting a fresh Demarcus Lawrence, a fresh Randy Gregory, and then you put in, uh, you know, a Terrell Basham out there. And you got guys like Oso Digizua and Neville Gallimore. It's just the defensive line is is a it's turned into a real strength of this team. And then you add the fact that you got Michael Parsons in the back end, and even somebody like Leighton Vanderesh is playing better because of the defensive line and how dominant or how strong they can be at the point of attack. So it's just having that the manpower and the strength and the skill in the front the front end there and the you know the front four it just makes the other levels play better as well I mean it, it makes the these quarterbacks have to get the ball out quicker they may make mistakes and that leads to more interceptions or if they don't have time 
you know, if they're gobbling up the, uh, you know, the run, the run blocks and leaving space open for these linebackers to run freely, it's just, it's a domino effect. And you really do need all three phases to be playing at a high level, but it does start up front on offense and defense. It's always been said you start up front. So that's kind of the remedy in the, and kind of the way that good teams are built around, you know, offensive line and defensive line. And I think the Cowboys have a solid core on both sides. You know, uh, Jerry also talked about how this defense is uh, better prepared to face quarterbacks in the playoffs, like, you know, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. He was talking about, uh, you know, just how it is. Like, they, those are big play guys. and But the Cowboys have big play guys, too. Very opportunistic, not afraid of the moment. Guys like Jaron Curse who accept that challenge. Trayvon Diggs, who accept the challenge. Micah Parsons is going out there with some, and, and I say this in a very playful and happy manner, manner. He's out there with a little woeful ignorance. Like, he, he doesn't know that these games are supposed to be high pressure. He doesn't know that these, you know, the Cowboys have historically lately been losing some of these big games. He doesn't care about any of that. He's just going out there and making plays, whether it's, you know, chasing down and covering Kenny Galladay on a, on a pick switch there. And, you know, it just, he's just out there playing football. And, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I absolutely love about Micah Parsons, what he brought to this team. It's just like the, you know, so what, just go do your job attitude. You know, what do you need me to do? I'll do it. What do you, what are you asking of me? No problem. So, you know, that defense and this defense as a whole this year is just has a whole different vibe than anything that we've that we've kind of saw lately and um you know they're they're better off for it i think this year has the makings of a special defensive unit and that's why i'm hoping praying expecting this offense to kind of get into full and rounded the shape because we'll get to the point here where it's becoming the new year the playoffs are about to kick off in a couple weeks here and um this offense, if it's rolling with this defense, I mean, the sky is the limit for this team. We've said it a few times, but it's honestly, that's the honest to God truth at this point. So um, trying to kind of talk off of Jerry Jones and what he said and kind of move into some topics that were relative on Tuesday to the team. Uh, Cowboys defensive line coach Aiden Dirt has been added to the team's COVID-19 protocol. He will join Matt Daniels on that list. So that's two coaches that uh, that have got COVID this week. Um, it's not my favorite topic, but it's relevant to the team. So we kind of got to keep you guys up to date with all things Cowboys, and that's kind of what we're doing there. So just, you know, the Cowboys have been smart trying to mitigate that, doing some virtual things and staying, you know, out of each other's presence to kind of mitigate the spread. Um, so we'll kind of just see how that goes there. But, um, it's it's relevant. It's the world we live in right now, and everybody just got to kind of you know be on guard a little bit. As far as uh, some roster moves, Azur Kamara actually you know could got released yesterday. Um, excuse me, got released on Tuesday. It was was it Tuesday? Or Tuesday or Monday? He got released anyway. He ended up signing with the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers claimed him off of waivers. Um, there were a few teams that were interested in his services, but it did look like Carolina was able to were rewarded them. And um, you know, he's a young kid with a lot of talent, a lot of uh, buildable traits, and maybe he'll get a, a an opportunity to play a little bit more defensive line there. He did carve out a little bit of a special team role here, but as far as the numbers game on the defensive line, it was just. The Cowboys are too deep, and they got too many guys back. And he's a good story. He's a good kid, and I'll definitely be rooting for him. And, um, you know, that's kind of just how it goes sometimes in the in the NFL. So I think he has a lot of fans in the Metroplex in the Dallas area. So I'm sure we'll keep an eye on him and see how everything goes there. But that's it, and that's all for today, Wednesday, December 26th. Uh, excuse me, December 22nd. Again, my name is Tony Catalina, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. Come find me, hit that follow button, shoot me a message, and let's talk everything Dallas Cowboys football. I hope everybody has a great Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your hump day, and if I don't speak to you, have a great holiday. Peace. Peace.
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.